This is Creators Canvas with host Bridge May Sky. Namaste. Frogtown Community Radio, St. Paul, Twin Cities. Thank you for listening on WFNU 94.1 FM. Mike, Rez, how are you doing? Oh, I'm good, Bridge Sky. How are you doing? Not bad. I really appreciate you doing this on the fly. I know you are a busy, busy person. Will you go ahead and introduce yourself? Sure. Uh, I am Mike Rez, Mike Resendez. Um, I am a resin and wood artist. Uh, I pour a lot of resin, some paint. I also do a lot of podcasting and I write, make radio um, at WFNU. Oh, yes. And so, Mike, we do need to talk about WFNU and how we how we met, how you, but mostly how you got started, how you got to this point. Now, were you doing the curbage boards and the woodworking? When did you start that? Uh, I started that in, well, I started pouring paint in 2019. Um, November of 2019, um, I started getting into the resin and wood uh, probably about 20, the end of 2020, beginning of 2021, when I started doing that. Um, and I started at WFNU, God, almost eight years ago now. Um, so the radio stuff came first, and then the resin and wood stuff came a lot later. Uh, than that but yeah it's uh it hasn't been a long time but it feels like it's been a long time so what do you think started what just inspired you to start doing this kind of your pieces um the the painting the pouring the painting started uh, i went down the rabbit hole on youtube which uh, i think a lot of people can relate to because that happens and it's very easy to do. Uh, it happens quite a bit. Um, I, I started watching uh, wood turners, you know, people turning bowls and plates and stuff on, on lathes. And then, uh, you know, your suggested videos start popping up. And one of them was for uh, acrylic pour painting. Um, and I decided that eh, that seems like it's pretty easy to do. Let's just give it a try. I thought they looked pretty cool. Um, and so that's how it started. I started pouring a lot of paint onto canvases and then I started selling them which was a shock to me people wanted to buy them so I started selling them and then as I'm watching more and more videos and coming you know watching more and more different techniques on how to pour paint all of a sudden resin pouring started being shown in my feed and, and then I realized that a lot of people were making these river tables and all this other cool stuff um, and I just happened to come across one guy making cribbage boards with it and so I thought, well, I could do that too. Cribbage, cribbage boards aren't that hard. You know, it looks pretty easy. But yeah, it was a little hard at first and there's definitely a learning curve, but uh, I think I got it down now. It's been two years, so still learning, but not making as many mistakes as I used to. Fantastic. 
Describe your workspace. So when you get in that mode, starting that process, describe your workspace though, like physically, mentally, like how do you get in that focus? Once I start working, like I, I, I'll know ahead of time, a couple days ahead of time when I'll be able to, to like really go out and I had into my, I built a, a shed, a studio in the backyard. And when I'm in there, it's pretty easy to focus. I'm the only one in there. Um, I got my tools around me. I got the, you know, the, the atmosphere is there for sure. And then once I get in the zone, I just start, I start pouring, I start coming up with ideas, you know, which wood am I going to use What what's the grain pattern? What color would go good with this? And it just flows. And I usually just go until I'm, I'm done. Um, sometimes, sometimes I go until I'm mentally exhausted. Um, but I don't usually get there very often because it's just so much fun to do. And then once I'm covered in sawdust and sanding dust and covered in resin, that's when I usually know, okay, maybe I should stop for today and pick it up again tomorrow. That's awesome. Can you also describe sounds, maybe music or smells like you light like candle or? Um, I don't light a candle. That might actually be a little dangerous with all the dust in here. <laughs> But uh, definitely music. Um, I throw on some, you know, one of my favorite uh, playlists on Spotify uh, that I've made up. It's like nine hours of music, just music that I, I like or enjoy. And it's constantly changing. I'm constantly adding and deleting off of that list. But yeah, I can put that on and just then I don't have to worry about that. I know that's all music because sometimes what will slow down my process is if I put on some music and then I realize I don't want to listen to half the songs that I'm listening to. And then I spend half the time, you know, skipping songs. And so it's uh, important that I get the right mix of music so I can just keep going. And sometimes, you know, working to the beat of the music, I find myself dancing a little bit or sanding to the beat, you know, cutting to the beat. Just that's when I know I'm really, really into what I'm doing because the music is going, the work is flowing, and it's just, it's just a lot of fun. I love it. It's interesting. I'm wondering, I'm trying to dig deep into your psyche mike go <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's scary in there an album cover that somebody loved loved what you did it was like <laughs> i'm gonna use this as my album cover yeah um let's start with the well, let's start with the album cover because that's a cool story uh so our friend gravy who's a local musician here in the twin cities saw one of my paintings and that night i had just decided that i hey i hadn't poured paint in a while i'm just gonna pour some paint just one to make sure I could still do it because it had been almost eight months since the last time I had poured paint. And two, I was like, well, it's, I don't have much time, but I want to create something because as you know, Bridge, um, as a creative person, sometimes you have to create something. You've got to get it out of your system. Otherwise it just, it'll eat you up inside if you don't get that itch out. Um, so I did that, uh, posted it, uh, on my Facebook page or Instagram, probably both. And Graybeat saw that and said, hey, that uh, that would make a great album or song art for one of my songs. Do you mind if I take that and use it? Absolutely, you can. It was my response. And it's one of the coolest things that I've ever been a part of. I didn't do much. I didn't set out to do it. It was just one of those accidental uh, paintings that somebody saw and saw something in it that I didn't and it went with his theme and so now if you uh, check out Grey Beats music you'll see 
one of my paintings as one of his artwork for that for one of his songs which is really cool but yeah i mean it, inspiration it's kind of like you know we talk to these musicians and when we interview them we ask about inspiration for music you know and they you know some of them say inspiration hits them at certain times some people have to sit down and think about it and inspiration comes all their processes are different i feel like mine is kind of the same way like i'll, I'll just be sitting on the couch and all of a sudden i'll just have the urge that i have to go make something um and I've realized before that if I don't scratch that itch, so to speak, uh, I get irritated, <laughs> I get bored, I start pacing, I start driving everybody in my house nuts. Um, so I gotta go get it out. And it could be good or bad, because sometimes I, I feel myself rushing it, and sometimes, you know, I can slow myself down and take my time. But yeah, it's just kind of one of those things where if once it starts, I gotta, I gotta go finish it otherwise. I'll, it'll eat me up. I've actually had trouble sleeping a couple of times because I decided I did, it was too late and I didn't want to do it. And uh, yeah, it's kind of kept me up at night. One of those weird art creative things, I guess. Weird and fabulous. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about, you did, you've entered into the state fair now a couple times. Let's talk about that. Um, every year, well, not every year, but for the past two years, I've entered a cribbage board uh, into the Creative Arts building, um, trying to win that elusive blue ribbon, the first place ribbon from the State Fair. I actually, I haven't even gotten any ribbons yet. Um, so that's that's a uh, an interesting thing. The uh, first year, I entered a, a cribbage board that was uh, ocean themed. So it had real sand in it, seashells, um, the resin was tinted blue um, and it looked like an underwater scene and then last year I just entered a uh, uh, I, I would say normal because it's what I usually make it's just a, a wooden resin cribbage board um, but luckily this year I'll be entering another one and they actually have a new gaming category uh, for like board games and table games so I will be entering my cribbage board into that and I'm hoping that uh, not a lot of people are in that category and maybe I'll walk away with a, uh, with a ribbon of some kind. Part of me feels like they made that whole category because of you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, we're going to say that from now on, yes. The Mike Res inspired category at the State Fair. Well, I believe it because I looked at you... Uh the one that you had entered and then I looked at the other pieces that actually got the ribbons and I'm like what the heck <laughs> <laughs> that's the way I feel when I see that I was like why what are they doing you know the first year I will tell you this it's a funny story the first year I handed the uh curbage board over that was the ocean themed one with the seashells and, and the sand in it and uh the first judge that looked at it because you come in and then you you there's a, uh, like four or five tables with two judges at each one. One judge will take it and check your name off and make sure you're in the right category. And then the, the other judge will give you the, their first impressions right away what they think. And that's not the final judging, but that's just kind of, you get a kind of a, an idea of how it's going to go. And the one judge looked at it and said, why do you have so many bugs in this thing? And it kind of threw me off a little bit and I asked them to... I asked him again, I said, do I have what in there? And he said, well, why do you have so many bugs in there? And I said, I don't have any bugs in there. 
said it, those are seashells in sand. And he said, oh, well, I should probably put my glasses on if I'm going to start judging these things. So it kind of, from oh, there, my it, goodness. <laughs> it just kind of, uh, I kind of knew right away if, if uh, the judging was going to go that way and I wasn't going to be there to explain what it was in there, I was probably going to run into some trouble. But I, I got close that year because when you pick up your pieces at the end of the the fair when it's over you you get the your scorecard and i was i think i was like five or six points away from a from a ribbon that year so it was close but yeah i was a little little dismayed on that one that's quite off-putting i gotta say i mean definitely <laughs> you couldn't take it personal because you already know well i don't know how these judges get picked to be the judges but right interesting. right yeah interesting how do you get into that creative space and, and then how do you actually start because i know those curvature boards take a while right yeah depending on what i'm doing with them and what i've got in like right now I, i'm making uh i'm in the middle of a, a lego board but i just have lego pieces inside of the resin just mixed them in um and that you know it usually takes about three days for the resin to cure and then i sand them all up um and then with this one, I wanted it to have a uh, clear clear coat on top. So that's another day right there. So we're already looking at five days before I even drill any holes in it. Um, and once I get that in there, that's just a you know a couple hours and, and we're good to go on that. So you're looking at anywhere from four to five days and I can do four curbage boards at a time as long as I have the resin in the house. Um, but as far as, um, my process and what I decide sometimes I just decide you know what what else can I put in resin sometimes I get ideas from other artists I watch I still watch a lot of wood turning on YouTube and sometimes I'll watch those guys and see what kind of resin projects they're doing because some of them will do other resin projects and I've gotten some ideas like colored pencils was a good or was a big trendy uh, material to put inside resin and uh i haven't done any cribbage boards that way yet um i don't know if i will the lego thing um i saw one of these guys uh make a, a guitar an electric guitar out of legos and resin so that's where i got that idea um and my son is going to school for fashion design so i had the idea i bought a whole bunch of uh, scraps from him some um, material scraps and I'm going to make a cribbage board out of old material that he's not using um, I don't even know what there it's like wool and cotton and fleece and stuff so <laughs> we're going to see how that works out um, but yeah it, it just it kind of hits me in different areas sometimes I'll, I'll watch TV and I'll see something and I'll decide well that actually would look pretty cool in resin Maybe I'll try that and I'll try it and it usually works because you can put anything you want in resin. Um, and as long as it fits inside the mold, I can I can turn it into a cribbage board. So that's a lot of fun. Um, okay, so why cribbage boards? So you, there's gotta be a story behind this. Do you play cribbage? Did your grandpa was a tournament cribbage person? <laughs> like, how did you even come to this idea of making these beautiful, pieces and then you know why do you continue to do it um i you know i was on i think i was like 
try to find a way to use resin um, in a different way. And I, and I do like using wood. I've always been interested in woodworking. Um, I've never been one to like make my own tables or anything like big tables or doors or cabinets or anything, but woodworking has always been something that I, I'd like to do and I always thought I would like to do it. Um, and it just by chance, I was on Etsy one night and I saw somebody had made a wooden resin cribbage board and I did a couple more searches online and it seemed like this person was the only person making them, so I knew they weren't out there. Um, I saw what he was charging and I thought, well, I could do that. Um, did some research. Um, built my first mold myself, which was a disaster. Um, the first three cribbage boards I made, um, I still have. Nobody is ever going to get those um, just because of how how bad they are mostly. Um, but then, you know, I honed, honed it down a little bit, a couple more practice runs, um, found a company that actually makes cribbage board molds um, and decided that that's the way I was going to go. And luckily we're in a part of the country in Minnesota that a lot of people love cribbage boards. So I'm actually selling quite a bit of them. Marketplaces are a good spot. Um, online is uh, another good spot to sell cribbage boards. Um, I, I played cribbage for a while. I know how to play cribbage. I hate the game of cribbage. <laughs> I don't... Uh, I don't enjoy it because I don't win ever. My mind does not think the way you're supposed to be thinking when it comes to cribbage as far as counting by 15s, stuff like that. So I just wasn't fast enough at it. And whoever, if I ever played partners, my partner would always roll their eyes at me. So I decided that I would be the guy who made the cribbage boards and I would not be the guy who played on the cribbage boards. That's hilarious. <laughs> Okay, this is perfect to go right into your your WFNU Frogtail Community Radio. How did you get your foot in the door? And then how now it's been five years with your 945 show. Mm -hmm. So can you just kind of why do you keep doing it? Five years, long time. <laughs> um, well, I so if we go back to 2015, the end of August of that year, I went to the WFNU DJ training session that they had. Didn't know if I was really going to get into it. Didn't really know what I was getting into. Just thought I'd go and see what WFNU was all about. They weren't on the radio waves yet, but they were an internet station at the time. And so I thought I was just going to go there, see what was going on, and then just leave. And that was going to be it. Uh, but once I got there, uh, realizing that it it's a radio station they were building from the ground up and I thought it was going to be really cool. The One of the directors of our board right now, Philip Grisha, i was been friends with him for a while. Um, he, he was the one that told me to get there. So I did and I fell in love with radio again. That was my background. I went to school for radio, but I never thought I'd get back into radio. It had been over 20 years almost to that point. Here I am at this fledgling radio station getting the itch again. I left there with already knowing that I wanted to do high school sports because I did high school sports at my old radio job uh, back in uh, 1998. That's how I started. I did that for a, a long time. In the summer, I was, was before the 945 show. It was called a Saturday morning sleep-in. Looking back at it, it's such a dumb name, but <laughs> it was not at the time it fit very well. 
and then on that show it just kind of morphed i started playing some local music you know for a half hour here and there and then um, I was getting more music from local artists who wanted me to highlight their songs and then I figured why don't I just dedicate the show to local music and that's how it started. I just started doing local music in the summer. The high school show kind of fizzled away and the 945 show was born and uh, I've been doing that ever since and I found a great co-host too. So. Um, it, it sure helps uh, when you got two people who are really into music and really wanting to get the local scene out there. Well, I noticed your co-host is pretty hilarious. <laughs> she, she does pretty good. Yeah, she holds her own on, on a lot of stuff. So, yeah, I, I giggle every time she's there. <laughs> yes, yeah, chimes in at those right moments. It's, it's all <laughs> intentional and planned, you know. Right, exactly. Okay, because she's really a genius. I would I would say she's a genius for sure. Okay. Um why so now 945 show that's been going on 5 years. Which I think is really, you know, fantastic and so and you mentioned you have the playlist. So right now, what's recent guests that you've had come on? Any songs that you've definitely already added into your playlist? Um so we there's a song by Philip St. John about waking up in the morning. Um, that one is really catchy. I've played that one. That's one of the recent ones. Uh, Ganymede, some of his songs are on there. Night Audit, Grey Beats on there. Quite a few local, um, the Violet Nines, they're on there. Yeah, there's just, God, there's so many now that I'm thinking about it. I, there's a lot of artists that I've that we've interviewed and that we haven't interviewed yet that I've got on there that I just, I dig a lot of their music. It's a lot of upbeat music. Some 80s, some 90s. It's a lot of 90s hip hop on there because that's the type of music I listened to a lot in high school. So that's all nostalgic for me. But yeah, I mean, I got anywhere from Snoop Dogg, Salt and Peppa, Patrick Swayze is on there. I mean, it's just Lizzo, some new weekend. I mean, it's just, it's all, it's all a mix. Uh, on there so if you want to check it out it's on spotify it's public it's the shoveling that snow and mowing that lawn playlist oh that's a great title because <laughs> <laughs> here in minnesota it's just that it could be every other week it changes <laughs> people places or things where do you go outside for inspiration Ooh, that's a good question um inspiration for the resonant wood projects i think comes a lot from looking on the internet sometimes i'll actually go one of my favorite stores uh is in maplewood it's called rockler and they have a lot of exotic woods and things and a lot of cool stuff to look at and i'll go in there and just see what they have for live edge uh pieces live edges like when you cut a tree down and instead of it looking like a piece of lumber with square edges it's got the some of the bark still on it on one of the edges so i'll pick up some inspiration from there i got some friends that um, do some woodworking uh, we're constantly talking and talking about the projects we're working on um, and we've drawn inspiration from each other and there's a lot of tips and tricks that we use that we share i started a cribbage board makers group on facebook i think we're we're almost at 300 members and it's mostly people that make 
cribbage boards. Uh, some are all wood cribbage boards and some are resin and wood cribbage boards, but we we share what, we, what we're making. Um, we share failures, we share successes, we share how marketplaces are going, what we've done to have successful marketplaces, what we've done to not have successful marketplaces. So we, it's a, a nice community that uh, as long as you can get like some like-minded people together in a room or virtually, usually the creative juices get flowing a lot after that. Absolutely, it's all about connection. Let's talk about, with WFNU, the show now, the 945 show. Okay. What are the things that you enjoy the most doing about it? And what are the things that have been challenging or things you really don't like? Because, like, I'll be honest, uh, the weekends for me are supposed to be my sleeping time, although I never get to sleep in. Okay, that's just... But I like to be in my pajamas. I like to be like lazy bumming around the house. So I wish sometimes every morning when I'm crabby, I'm like, I wish it was 945 at night. <laughs> but definitely in the winter, there was some mornings I was struggling. I'm like, I don't know if it's worth charging through the snow. Um, you know, the, the start time is kind of early sometimes. You know, you do feel like, oh man, wouldn't it be nice to sleep in? And sometimes we do. Sometimes we do some replays which is nice um i think the hardest thing is to keep the show fresh you don't want to ask the same questions over and over again but you're also introducing musicians to people for the first time and i think sometimes you just end up asking the same questions because you want to know what it's like for these people everybody has a different way they write music or a different way to get ready for shows and you just you know you're trying to just get to know somebody so sometimes to me it feels like I'm being repetitive, but I just have to try to realize that for the people I'm interviewing, it's probably the first time they probably have been on the radio and it's a new question for them. Or maybe, you know, they really want to let people know how, what their process is like. So sometimes I just got to like shake it that, you know, maybe I feel like I'm being stale, but it's because I'm used to these questions. Um, and the people we're talking to haven't heard these questions yet. So that's probably the, the main thing is I got to get out of my own way sometimes, my own headspace. Okay. Now give me the juicy stuff, Mike. <laughs> give me some challenges, things where you're just kind of like, I'm not into this. Or any funny, any funny stories, embarrassing stories, awkward stories. And later I would definitely want to hear, you don't have to name names, but who have those guests been that you were like, man, they were not pleasant. Um, you know, there hasn't been a lot of guests that haven't been pleasant, but I've, I've had guests on, and this was a, a thing a lot during, like, when I was doing the, the sports show, guests that would give you one-word answers. You know, you got 20 questions, and the interview is five minutes long because they say yes or no to every answer, and you're like, could you please, please elaborate, and they don't. <laughs> um, I've had a couple of guests not show up. Um, that's been some challenging moments, um, especially when you're, you've got a whole show planned around that guest showing up. That happened a handful of times in the beginning of the 945 show. We've had a couple of guests swear on the air. We don't have a dump button at the radio station, so that, that's been a challenge. I had one, one guest who didn't understand why they couldn't swear. And yeah, so <laughs> that... That stuff, that stuff is horrible, you know, especially my advice to anybody out there who's going to be doing radio interviews or want to get yourself out there, please elaborate and talk about yourself. Please show up. 
when you say you're going to show up <laughs> and show up on time. I had a couple of interviewer interviewees that showed up two or three minutes before the show even started. And that, that sets some panic in for sure. I totally get that. And even your co-hosts been late due to just <laughs> <laughs> some silliness. It happens. It happens. Okay. <laughs> Plug your website. All right. Well, thanks, Bridge, for uh, having me on. It was uh, a lot of fun to talk to you and be on this side of the interview uh, for a change. Uh, I don't get to do it very often, so um, this has been a lot of fun. But yeah, uh, everyone, people, go check out uh, Mike's Paint Studio .com. You can follow Mike's Paint Studio on Instagram and Facebook. Um, you can follow the radio show at the 945 show on Facebook and Instagram. You can also go to MikeResRadio.com. Check that out. It's a lot of cool stuff on there. Yeah. Oh, uh, Twitter at MikeResRadio on Twitter. Also listen to the 945 show on all of the podcasting platforms that are out That there. was perfect. Thank you. Sweet. You want to say bye to the listeners? Uh, thanks for listening and uh, have a good rest of your day. All right, bye, Mike. Mission control. Thank you for listening on WFNU 94.1 FM, Frogtown Community Radio, St. Paul, Twin Cities. Permission to land. You can hear Creators Canvas every Saturday at 11 a.m. on WFNU at 94.1 FM, St. Paul, and online at WFNU.org. Check out the Creators Canvas podcast on Anchor, Spotify, or YouTube to get the full-length extended interviews. Go to WFNU.org backslash creators for all the current information. Mission accomplished. Namaste.